Hello and welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I am Jessica Jardin. I'm Trisha McAlpin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Guys, I'm back. I came back. We missed you. I missed you guys. Were you thinking of not coming back? (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. I had my bags packed. I had a Dear Cardition letter written. (laughs) Dear Cardition. It was like, that was supposed to be a Dear John joke. I don't know if I was thinking of the um, Dear Sister thing that was like in the OC and then the Andy Samberg did it on SNL. Uh, a letter to my sister? No. No frame of reference. Guys, look it up. It's my fave. <laughs> okay. Uh, but do you guys remember the show Dear John? Yes, I do. I, you know what I By remember? By the time you read this letter, I'll be gone. Dear John. Life goes on. Dear I have, John. This is weirding you out. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I don't know what that is. It was a show. Like a late, ni- like an yeah. early 90s. Oh, was I was too young. <laughs> We laugh so hard because she's a million. No. <laughs> I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. But I don't remember that. It was just like some weird uh, it was a TV show, right? Yeah, and it was yeah. a guy who had been Dear John, right? Yeah, it was like, well, how crazy would it be if a man were left alone? Oh my God, a woman left him. Where's his wife? It's like, yeah, 1988 through 1992. And it's John Lacey. That's right. Who is an amazing, you would know him. He's one of your favorite character actors. Let me see his face. Okay. You know him. Yeah, he's great. That's ringing something. Yeah. Uh, I guess I was a pretty little kid. Yeah, we were small to be watching that and Uh, memorizing the song. I love that and I loved Dream On. Me too. On HBO. Which was a lot of sex. I vaguely remember it. I'm I remember thinking it was a lot of sex. It might not have been that much, but for a seven-year-old, it was way more sex than I it was, was used like, to. It was like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so happy to be back. You guys had an amazing episode. Uh, what a dream to have Eugene sitting in. That was very fun. Eugene, he was so Quincy's funny. dad, Cordero, is was, the best guy. It was so fun. It was so great. Uh, I listened to it. I was sad to miss, but I was taking care of this bod. I was sick. The over- bod's looking great, guys. Oh the bod is back. <laughs> it was gone. It was looking rough. I wasn't sick. I was just doing crunches. <laughs> uh, no, I I was sick in December. Like I've always been someone who was like never really got sick, and if I did, it was quick. Like it just went away quick. And I've a I'm quick very, sick. I'm overly confident about my health. And then in December, I was sick for like a month and it was so bad and I couldn't get rid of it and it got worse and worse. So now I've like fully become one of these people that's just like very paranoid and wants to like hibernate the minute I feel sick. That's good. It's good. Also, there was like a lady who was working next to me for a while. She ended up getting fired for different reasons, but was just sick for like two or three weeks that and just is... sat next to me sneezing and coughing. And I'd be like, <sighs> hey Jane. She doesn't work there, so it doesn't matter. She doesn't know me. Um, I'd be like, <laughs> Maybe like you should go home because also my work has unlimited sick days for that exact reason. Unlimited sick days, paid and everything. That's yeah. crazy. If the culture is that you're allowed to go home, go it's home. Crazy. Yeah. They like beg but you to go home. You know, I've had jobs where it's unlimited sick days and they're like, Marcy, it's been two weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't make the rules. I just stretch them to the brim. I found out that HR, um, someone I work with told me that they had a little meeting with her because they did notice they do put, uh, they basically flag it if you are sick and putting quotes on Mondays and Fridays a lot. Ooh. My roommate does that constantly. So yeah. Oops. So, so I, I was genuinely sick. Uh, I'm happy to be back and there is uh there's a lot to get to. There's a lot so to much. Get to. Um, but let's do my a little very favorite thing. Up. A little catching up. A little checking in. A little checking in. Uh, um, 
who wants to go first? Marcy? I, you know, um, I went to a, a very LA thing today. I went to Cafe Gratitude. Oh, you should tell people who don't know what that is. Because now I know we have people that listen internationally, which is yeah. really exciting. So if you are in LA in the Larchmont uh, strip, what is that? Hancock, Hancock Park. Park. Yeah. Uh, there's this vegan restaurant called Cafe Gratitude. And when you order your food, like all the... One, it's a very hard menu to read because it's all vegan food, so it, none of it is like easily recognizable. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, it's, it's all, all like, like a, a complicated grain. Yeah, it's like so, it's all a bunch of words you just don't know off the top <laughs> of your head. Um, and uh, they have things like I, and you have to order. Yeah. You don't just say I would like the blank. You say you have to say. I am, and then the title of the, the meal, which could be calm, whole, original, whatever. I think today I was, damn, I think I was whole today. I've never gone because it gives me so much anxiety. I've known this about Cafe Gratitude, and even That's Beyonce the, went like a year ago, and I was oh, like, I gotta I, wait, go. I actually have some scoop about this. That's why I'm talking about it. Okay. So. Uh, but today, I, before, because I went with my friend Madeline Walter. Shout um, out, lovely Shout woman. out, Madeline Walter. Uh, and I said before, because I, I know the waiter's going to ask. And I said, when they ask, because they want you to ask what you're grateful for. And I say, just say each other. Just just say each other. Ooh. And then his specific question was, who are you grateful for? And I said, Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> point you had it lined up. He was like, oh my God, I love you. You were so ready with that. You didn't even pause. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. And thank God, because then he was very friendly. He, he, he asked me what I was doing tonight. I said, I'm recording a podcast about the Kardashians. And he goes, oh, I've seen a few of them. <gasps> Of course. You haven't even. Oh, oh my God. Of course I didn't tell you. You're so good at that. No, you really are. I didn't. I spill anything the second I walk in the door. I go, oh, well. So Kanye was in not long ago. I ate your meal. (laughs) So, and he was. uh, So my waiter was working, and Kanye walks in, uh, and he just stands (gasps) in the center of the restaurant looking around. Because it is like a weird, like the entrance is like, it kind of spits you right into the center of it. So he was like standing around, just taking it all in, looking around. Then he sits outside on the patio. Alone? I don't know if he was, I should have asked, but. It doesn't matter, go on. He orders a steak. Shut up. (laughs) At a vegan restaurant. Like as a joke? No, he didn't understand. And apparently this happens all the time. Oh no. People come in. He knew Jay-Z had gone and he was probably like, my friend went Yeah, so he ordered a steak and then they explained that it's only a vegan restaurant. Oh God. He said, okay. And then he left. But (gasps) I was like, was he? He was alone? I don't know if he was alone. I'm screaming I'm sure he wanted a steak and (laughs) if Kanye wants a steak, it doesn't matter who's with him, they're leaving. Because you're not getting a substitute for a steak at Cafe Gratitude. It's all vegan. Good for them for holding their ground and not like sending some busboy out to like go get a steak. Well, trust me, they don't have to because they have a lot of other famous clientele. But uh, he did say, I was like, was he nice? He's like, he was polite enough. And he's like, but there wasn't a lot going on behind the eyes. Oh. So I wonder when it was. Ooh, shade like, like, from the Cafe Gratitude. I know. No, hot but dish. He said that Courtney has been in there. Of course. Of course. Has. Courtney's been in there. Um, and. That the manager, oh no, maybe he works, no, but he said the managers, he's like, it, she was really nice and very sweet, but her security like was just like standing around her, so they were in everyone's way. Oh, that's so weird. Uh, uh, but the big one is Beyonce. He was working the day mm, Beyonce shit. came in. I just got full body chills. I mean, did the whole place just go silent? He said the whole place went silent when oh, she walked I'm in. Smart. He's like, maybe it was just my perspective. 
perception, <sighs> but it felt like the whole room fell silent when she walked in. My heart's racing. I'm going to cry. And he said she sat, so we were sitting. I can't like, believe you held on to this. Oh we were God. sitting on the, like the main <sighs> part of the restaurant and then there's like a little two step up where there's like more seating, but it's just two steps. And he's like, if you Google images of it, it looks like she's standing on a grand staircase. He said she walked in and she worked it. Of course. She worked it. She, there's a picture of her and it's like, she, it looks like she's standing in the middle of a ballroom because she's like mid uh, flow, swinging arms, oh, hair everything. everywhere. And that she just looks amazing. And that on that day that she was there, Ariana Grande and Anne Hathaway were also in the oh. restaurant. At the same time? At the same time. <laughs> and like a queen sitting up on her little platform two-step uh, in like a, like a little kind of private area. Not really private because it's open to everyone, but they both came to her <gasps> like they were... Of course, they came to kiss the ring. Yes! Of course. They yes. had to. Wow. And then um, Ariana Grande is very cool, okay, very good. sweet, and Anne Hathaway acts like everyone's going to recognize her. And he was like, honey. This waiter. He was wow. like, trust me, we get a lot of celebrities in here. Anne Hathaway, we're not worried about you. Oh, But like she comes in like kind God. of like covering, like, you know, trying to be small. And it's like Beyonce walked in <laughs> like a, a, like a, literally like, like Venus on a half shell. <laughs> oh, my God. And Anne Hathaway is like, uh, but they both kiss the ring like you said you Isn't have that to great oh marcy we gotta get this waiter on the podcast he was really great he was very lovely uh he was like i love when i just have a table i could talk to oh. he's like some people here are so hollywood and it's so weird let's and like, do a live episode there <laughs> yeah okay he, but he i think he said he's only seen kim once and it was before um before she was famous before yeah. the scandal and she's just really tiny, and he was working at a Jamba Juice. Ooh. And she came in. Ugh. And that she was pretty, but, you know, she's changed a lot since I mean, then. she's become an ethereal goddess. Wow. So, Hot scoop, Marcy. We have been hanging out for two hours, yes. and Marcy has said none yeah. of this. Oh, because there's, yeah, there's something we should tell everybody we did before. Yes, please. <gasps> if you're done, I don't want to Oh, my God. This is story. the, no, that was all so of it. So, today, we'll get into it, but this is an, this is an important day. This is the season finale of uh, Keeping Up With, uh, as anyone who's following uh, anything we do knows. <laughs> and um, so tonight in honor as a fun celebration, we lit our Kim candle and then we sat down and we had Carousel. Yes. The famed Armenian restaurant. Surprised us. She said, I'm really hungry. I need to pick up food. I'm running 10 minutes behind. Which was uh, all true. Which was all true. <laughs> and then she comes in with this giant box. So all, much Just like she's a, a, a Rob Kardashian <laughs> During Assistant. his Dancing with the Stars <laughs> heyday. Uh, Jamil behind you. Sound like Jamil. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Or Jamil. Yeah. Um, so she comes in with this giant box of like the, uh, just a whole, like, Oof. you tell us. So you went in there. So I decided I wanted to surprise my best gals. We had sort of floated this idea and I was like, I bet they'll figure out what I'm doing. I wasn't sure. And I wasn't sure that you meant food for us because you were like, I'm going to grab food. Is that okay? I was and then trying- I wrote, I love food. And then I was like, she didn't mean for you. Oh, I did. I phrased it weird. I was no, trying you to say don't. 
it right. But I was paranoid. I honestly thought I was like, Trisha's degree. No, I meant, I was trying to say I'm bringing food for you guys. So I, but I didn't want to, I knew we had like joked about having carousel. So I didn't want to like give it away. I loved it. It was just the right amount of intrigue. It was great. Great. I'm so happy. Um, but then there's two carousels here in LA. We're not sure if they're connected or there's a deep rivalry. We got to go to the other one now. I'll figure it out. The one is in Glendale, which is like Glendale is the kind of the Armenian capital of LA. So I'm pretty sure that's the one that the Kardashians probably go to. And it's probably a little bit easier than to, for them anyways. But I went to one, I saw there was one in Hollywood, very close to where I live. And so I went and it was so great. We all have to go. The inside is beautiful. It's like a nice sit downy restaurant and they have like a to go counter. And I told the guy, I said, I got my gals. We're doing, we're doing some Armenian food for the first time. What do you recommend? And he like knew exactly what to do. He was like, they won't like this. This will taste weird. Let's skip this section. And like took me through the whole menu. Um, picked out a bunch of stuff and uh, put it all in a huge box. Also, he carried it out to the car for me. Oh, Ooh, I love that. Isn't that nice? That's so nice. I like, love that. It's like a banker's box. Like It's, like it's huge. a huge box. <laughs> he like, came out and I was like, oh. I thought we were being audited when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> that might be later. No, it was a, and it smelled very strong and delicious. And um, I had forgot to remember what everything was. So then when we unpacked it, to eat it was just a big guessing game of biting into things and trying to figure out what was what but it was absolutely delicious it was so good I was vegan for three weeks and then (laughs) I broke I fully (laughs) forgot that Marcy is is vegan you know but that's the thing I can do whatever I want well it was the one rule of veganism is eat whatever you want eat what you like (laughs) well it's not like a club no one's kicking me out of it I'm not wearing shirts that say eat vegan or eat my ass that would be a good one that's a funny shirt though and someone comes up to you and is like I want to eat your ass and you're like okay that's why I've made this Sure, to see if anyone was, you know, would bite. Um, it would work too. Uh, uh, no, it was great, and I wish I could remember the names of things. But shout out to Carousel; it was unbelievable, and it was a, a such a treat. I've I, watched the Kardashians eat that for so long, and we, it was like a real treat. We did thing, it. The only thing that would have been more special is if they catered it for free. <laughs> you paid for it. Just yeah, paid for I did pay money for it. I did pay money. They have, by the way, a whole section of um, like their catering options and it's like for family style like events and for like even just as many as eight people like because that's what I was going to do first and he was like no that's for eight people and I was like because mm. even what you got was a was lot, a lot. and he said he was like oh this is like our small portion and it was like not that much or not small it was perfect I mean it was we still great. Have leftover but like uh, everyone should go I thought the prices were reasonable and everyone was so nice and even I like sat and waited for it and the lady that w- they let me sit at like a fancy table and they brought me water with a lemon in it and I thought it was nice that's nice. <laughs> we don't have to sit on like some weird chair yeah, in the hallway. She's like, sit down. And like, I got to sit there. Anyways, uh, it was great. And I'll use that. That was my catch up. That's what, what I've been I'm up looking to. in. They go to both spots. So maybe they are connected. Because like, if you come down from Hidden Hills, yeah. you're coming down the 101. You go right into Hollywood. But then I was thinking, is the 134 a better straight shot if you're doing. But no, I think no, you, you could be right also. I mean, you could go either do way. Do you guys like this? What? Talking about which highways <laughs> I do. I, you know, it's so sad as I've lived here finally long enough that like I can zone out and enjoy it. You're right though. That's not interesting to viewers or to listeners. So I was so excited. I was do. like, I know that you I've guys, been there. I am I take... Chloe or yeah. Courtney? Also, I haven't been there. I've driven up to the gate that you go into and been like, there's the gate and then driven home. Well, now we know where it is and we should go to Carousel all the time. So that's my catch up. That's what I've that been was, up to. Great. Oh my um, God. But it was a true treat. Happy finale. Ladies, cheers, 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 um, cheers. Thank you. Oh my god, it was my pleasure. Uh, uh, Trisha, what's up with you? Um, in lieu of catching up, <laughs> I just want to tell a quick 
story that, that your cafe gratitude story reminded me of. Cause like at the last time I was at cafe gratitude, I recognized one of the waitresses that I waited tables with in New York. Oh, cause you used to work at a yes. macrobiotic. I, I oh, went did? there and you wait, I went there with Bombardo and you what were was it called? Waitress. Really? It I don't remember that. That's so funny. No. You weren't even really like friends yet. No, I thought you were unfriendly. <laughs> I truly thought that she like was a bully who didn't like me. That is the fact that I anyone could that. think I was I just a bully. Was so wrong, but That's like you so were, funny because you're so shy. I so, am very and, shy, and Trisha outranks me in the UCB hierarchy. That's not true you at all. No, it's on, not. You, but Take you were a on, number. But no, I mean, like you were just on a team before me, and so like I looked up to her. That's insane. And I remember like like <laughs> saying hi to her one day, and she was like, "Hi," but like because she was shy. I was very shy, and then especially like, at work. I was probably so embarrassed that I was waiting on no, you. No, no, no. It was like before, like that, like it was just a coincidence. So oh I, my I God. thought you were mean before that. That's so funny. <laughs> I was, I was mean at that I job, I was though. wrong. Um, uh, but yeah, Bombardo went in. Um, we had, it was Ohm? No, what was it called? Uh, Sue N. Sue N. I was very wrong. No, same diff. A word. Sounds Those like are two vowel. words. I mean, vowel heavy. And so O what, was in there. So when you worked there. Um, oh, it just reminded me of like waiting on famous people. And it, it just was so not that experience. <laughs> like, I really, I'm just going to tell two quick little things, but I waited on Chris Knopf. He came in a lot. <gasps> Mr. Mr. Big. Big. Let oh, me tell you Mr. how New York. not charming he is. Uh, I, my, he was like, I have a friend that listens to this podcast oh my God. Uh, who also has some stories about how he's not very charming. Oh, no, no, no. He would just come in. He was always, he always looked horrible. He had like some horrible like <laughs> knit hat on and he would just like scarf down his food and then leave literally a tip in change. He would pull a wad of change out and leave it on the table. No. And was it an expensive restaurant? No. But like, but like all the you're Mr. Big. It was macrobiotic, <laughs> so it wasn't cheap. Yeah. No. It was, well, it was cheap. The lunch would be like $10 or whatever. Oh, but yeah. like, he would leave change and I was like, and then we had to like, sh- I mean, there was just the shame of like scooping Mr. Big's change off a table and having that. to put it in the tip box and then count it. I was just like, I hate you. Um, I heard, so rude. I heard back in the day that he owned a bar in New York. He and did. That, and it had a huge mural of himself in was it. Was it called Mr. Big? It was I don't like know, but I remember that I story. I remember it like, was like a folklore. Like you we would stumble in and it was like, it's like Paris Hilton's house. Like you walk in and it's just like pictures. I of believe him. it. He was not fun, but like it was him. I remember, I remember Mark Marin came in and was sitting with Serena Altschul. <laughs> Who's from MTV? Yeah, she was like a VJ, which oh, I don't yeah. know because I'm very Why young. Why did my brain know that? Wow, I'm really <laughs> proud my brain could pull that out. And so. then I, Wes Anderson came in with a bunch of models and I spilled um, Chilean sea bass all over him. It was very hot. It was hot. <laughs> was he nice about it? <laughs> he was so nice, but I was like, I'm burning Wes Anderson. <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> You're like changing the course of film history. <laughs> you know what's really funny? To burn, to ever type again. <laughs> His movies all were all like not stylized at all anymore. All just like, <laughs> he looks like Freddy Krueger. Now. <laughs> There's like a big hot plate in every movie. <laughs> um, anyway, those are my celebs. Those are really good. Those are no good. Beyonce, but Ugh. I mean, I didn't see him. I just had to live through my waiter, my hey, very sweet waiter. I love it. But you know what? He might listen to this. I hope he's listening. Yeah. He wrote, oh, he, I love him. He wrote down the podcast oh, name. It is that's book. so sweet. That's so nice. Yeah, he's great. Okay. Well, we have a lot of news. We have a lot to get through, I guess, right? Too much news. Too much news. Um, uh, also, let's say at the top, so this is the season finale. Oh, yes. But we're going to keep producing this podcast. Oh, yeah. So we have a request for, uh, for our listeners. Um, send us your questions. Yeah. Send us your thoughts on the Kardashians. Uh, 
tell us if you've had a run and we have a lot of people have already done that we'll respect your privacy we can read it anonymously yeah, you can tell us if you want your name included if you don't if you want to send a little voice memo that's not super long or I don't know maybe if you have a great story like send people- us some stuff to cardition it at gmail that's K-A-R-D-I-S-H-I-N-I-T at gmail.com. Please email us. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Yeah. We want to hear from you because uh, we want to do like a mailbag show. And if there's like a specific topic or... Even if it's non-Kardashian yeah. related, if you just want to hear our thoughts on something, if you have questions personal, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you might be curious about because I... I know everything inside my head about myself already right. and about what I think about all the things. So I don't know what questions but we've gotten are. such cool, like, you know, like Deanna's email a couple weeks ago about we like dancing. Like, you, oh, the yeah, emails I loved we've that been email. getting and like everybody has been, the feedback has been so cool. And like, if you guys have thoughts or even if you disagree with us, like that's so fun. Like let yeah. us know what you think about this thing that we all And it about. doesn't have to be recent. It can be anything oh, historical. Yeah. We're going to do some deep diving over the summer. So please send us questions, requests, mm-hmm. whatever. This show is now you're producing it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, we yeah, thank you. Pay you. <laughs> but we also have some fun stuff up our sleeves yeah. for the next couple of weeks uh, that we'll be rolling out that we're really excited about. Um, so yeah, email us at carditionit at gmail.com. Whatever you want to hear from anything, it doesn't even have to be Kardashian related. Yeah. Just what's on your mind. Ask us our belief in God. <laughs> what is our God system belief? Um, whatever. All of it. Okay. Um, so in the news, we'll get to some news real quick. Um, and I just was telling the gals about this uh, and then we decided to just save it for the air. Uh, today, very prescient, Kim was at, uh, Forbes magazine came out with their like list, their big list of like the, what is it? 40 under, four, or, well, you know, the top ranking entertainers. Um, what is the actual? Whoa. What is the actual title of it? Um, and she, of course, like is killing it. She came in at number 47 with 45.5 million. 5.5 million less than she made dollars last year. Or, okay, yeah. Yeah, dollars. That's weird. Why is it less? Um, I think she did not work as much. I think oh, there duh, because of solid, the robbery. Yeah, I think um, that, that oh, she, Well, because of her ring got stolen. Yeah, so that's that three one million, ring. That's $3 million, right? Well, how much was she made last year? It was... So she, it was... If it was... She must if forty five point five this year, and that's five point five less. So and then what was that? Fifty one. Yeah, she million? lost a three million dollar ring. Yeah, so oh, that's, that's, that's funny. a little bit. It's so crazy. <laughs> so there's a great article in LA Times that I was reading today about. Um, she spoke today. She wore like a great pantsuit that I really loved. I love like business Kim when she goes up to Silicon Valley and like her whole kind of like business. Uh, it look. still looks kind of like it's like a complete business suit, but somehow still feels like lingerie. Yes, because it's made of silk. <laughs> She's just like too. It's a silky. It's because it's, yeah, it's like a silky businessman suit. But there's a lot of highlights that I'll go through really quick, but I, she spoke at it and there's a lot of interesting stuff where she just talked about how the, her, the business of Kim works. Cause she was basically saying, and I didn't realize this, that like they primarily made their money through licensing deals. Right. That's like how they've operated up to this point until basically like Kylie and the lip kit, they've licensed everything. But that she said, I split everything with my two sisters. So everything I've done has been three ways and we all realize we work so hard to be getting so little. And so that's why they're like all making their own personal lines of stuff now. And like, I think it's basically like a schism between how they like have been making their money so far. And she talks a lot. It's a great article. Uh, It's on LA times. 
Uh, and it's all about just like how the business of Kim works and it has lots of highlights, but I have to read you the weirdest line at all. I was like, okay, lots of interesting stuff. How she, she's a great line about talking about like how she's really proud to be on reality TV. And then it says as a parting gift, she sat down with actual um, Steve Forbes of Forbes. who's like in his seventies, uh, the namesake, obviously as a parting gift, Forbes, a rare book collector gave Kardashian a book on the Armenian genocide and a contract signed by a 13 year old Elizabeth Taylor. And then the article moves on. What? About like more about Kim's business. And I was like, wait, so wait, was what? it like the black beauty contract? Why would you give, why did you give her those I things? I guess like Elizabeth Taylor is someone that, I mean, I, I could see how Elizabeth Taylor and Kim Kardashian West have a lot of similarities. Do you think that's what he was trying to do? Like I don't make know. the I, I I wonder if she has an interest in I mean I thought it was so odd. Anyways, that really blew my mind. It's it seems like he was trying to be very thoughtful. It weirded me out. So that was today. I think he, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and think he was trying to be thoughtful. I'm sure it must. There was like, it just didn't, the reporter like did not really give much I, context and you, it just felt like the oddest two things to give to Kim Kardashian. Do you think it'd be weird if you were presenting or having a guest speaker and it was like some famous Jewish person? Right. And you gave them a book on... On the Holocaust, <laughs> I would be like, uh, cool, thanks. And you're like, I believe in this. Know, thank <laughs> like, you. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I'm very educated on it. Thank you. Cool. Oh, it that's, just weirded me that's out. That's the weirder part. Is the and then like a child's contract. I just was like, why did he have it? And it's very it weird. Now? I can't, I hope I, I want to be friends with them to see what he gives me. <laughs> you got to make more money. You got to, I guess what it did is it was a story about Kim and it opened up a whole can of worms about good old Steve Forbes. <laughs> oh my God. I have such a picture in my head of Steve Forbes, like at Christmas being like, here it is kids. And they're like, they're like no dad, no. no. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, also anyway. Kylie made the, yes. she's the youngest Oh yeah, person to make Forbes's list. That number, by the way, is a, I have to find it. Her actual like the, the what she's of, worth. Uh, yeah, what she made this year. Um, because I think it was forty one million. Holy shit! That's yeah. why she has like extra houses to give Rob. Yeah, where she just has a, a house sitting around. Yep. Uh, and she's not splitting that with Kim, and she owes it to Kim. She earned forty one right. million. Right. She I, beat. Do you want to know who she beat? Yes. You ready? Yeah. She's her spot is uh oh I don't know what her number is oh she was at fifty nine on the list of yeah fifty world highest case celebrities <laughs> she beat out ready J Lo <gasps> Rihanna Oy. and Britney Spears Britney none of those feel surprising <laughs> isn't I'm the floored. fact that Britney Spears makes a salary at all is she's still doing very great impressive. every time I see a photo of her I'm like keep going girl you got it girl oh, I could have a whole other podcast about Britney oh my god I've really gone through I've gone uh, 180 degrees with her I love her so much she was, rules her video, Instagrams of her just walking down the hallway and uh, trying on outfits walking <laughs> so fast just having the narrowest hips oh she's just a lunatic I love her um, so we have more news to get to um, 
Should I do? Should I mention this Chloe Cavaliers thing? Yeah, I think okay. that's fun. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, we have a friend. Well, you have a friend. I don't like him. No, just kidding. Ah! <laughs> I like him. I know. I'm just never quite close with Joel. Uh, so, I, I, can we cut this out? Yeah. Um, no. Such unnecessary info. <laughs> it was so weird. I, I was gonna. I was just claiming someone as a friend. I do that all the time when I'm, I say someone's my friend, and then I think they about it. I'm like, I don't have that person's number. I've never emailed them. And in person, I would just say hi. That's <laughs> my friend. That's reasonable. I'm um, Joel. Joel Jensen, um, uh, boyfriend to April, who is a we give a lot of shout outs. To. Yeah, we love um, April. April like you better than Joel. Why am I saying this? <laughs> so Joel, um, Joel is on, on my improv team. He's my bud. Um, and over the weekend, I, I truly was not following. I was unaware that there was like a basketball event going on. It was the NBA finals. This is like summertime. I just don't know. I never found out about it until um, Chrissy Teigen's Instagram. Was yes, exactly. Right. I was I like, only, oh, there's basketball. Well, and I only primarily knew because the Chloe adjacency. So the uh, the Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers were up against the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors in sure. the NBA Finals. So um, I get a text from Joel um, and he said, uh, for your podcast, you must look up Jeff Van Gundy, basketball commentator, just went on during game four of the NBA Finals about the unfair treatment Khloe Kardashian has been subjected to by NBA slash sports media because she's dating Tristan. Yeah. And I guess they blame, they like a lot of comments have been made that that Tristan's playing terrible because of her and that it's her fault, which people did to like, people have had that about Giselle and Tom Brady. And it's like, it's like a common or thing. Or like Reggie and Kim. Yep. And like, but particularly Kardashians get it a lot. Yeah. And obviously Lamar has been for Chloe. Like that felt very connected. Um, so here's the clip. Cause I think it's actually, we wanted to play it cause it's a really um, great little uh, So who opinion. is this person again? So this is Jeff Van Gundy. Basketball commentator. This is on during Game Four of the NBA Finals. Let's Joel, I really like you. I don't know why I said it. I've noticed a lot in this series the debate about why Tristan Thompson has not played well, and he hasn't played well. But the debate about whether his significant other, Khloe Kardashian, and the Kardashian curse is the reason to me is downright low rent. My thing is this, when LeBron James struggled in 2011 in those finals, did we say it was his significant other that caused him to not succeed? Or last year was Steph Curry. Was it Steph Curry's wife when he didn't play up the standard? No, this Kardashian shame is because she's an easy target. And I don't know her or her family, but I do know this. She deserves an apology for anybody who participated in that type of debate. I couldn't agree with you more. It's total disrespect, and it is low rent. We are better than that. Here, here. That's it. We are better than that. I loved loved that. Low rent. Low rent. Yeah. Uh, also, it's great because you what you guys can't see is the footage is like from the game, and it keeps cutting to Chloe looking so fabulous, just sipping on like what looks like a vodka soda with like perfect nails, and P is next to her, and they're having like the best time. So, anyways, I thought that was very fun and cool. That was very cool. Um, so, uh, shout out to uh, whoever that guy is for sticking up for Chloe because that stuff feels really unfair. And like and I'm sure said, it's like really taxing. Joel, I didn't mean any of the stuff I said. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a whole Joel thing <laughs> happened simultaneously. Oh I just my got gosh. insecure about claiming someone. Else. <laughs> All right, so Chloe is not to blame for the Cavaliers for Tristan Thompson's playing, but she is to blame. Hmm. 
for a lot. Of oh, this is a t- real scandal. So this is sort of a, a tandem story because they have we have Chloe Kardashian uh, being accused by a designer mm. of stealing her designs that Des- she Destiny Blue De- is that is that who it is? Yeah, yeah, Destiny Blue. And then we also have Kylie stealing designs. From another designer, too. The thing that makes these stories both interesting, uh, one, Destiny Blue went off on Chloe because Chloe was saying, what would you do if you found out a friend stole from you? Would you cut them out of your life or would you take the legal route? And then Destiny Blue said, you should take the legal route. Because we think Chloe was saying that in in reference to Monica Rose. Rose. But then this designer was basically like, well, fuck you. You fucking stole from me. Because she specifically ordered out asked for custom, custom right? made co- uh, costumes no uh, pieces and then in her Good American line has the exact they're same they're like these bedazzled kind of bodysuits. yeah it's right? like it's like a, a starburst like over the breast it's very pretty it's very I pretty I could never imagine wearing but she totally stole it it's very clear just in the same way Kylie's are like this with Kylie's she built a relationship with this small um uh, like boutique company yeah, and they have all these emails between like the people at the company and Kylie's people being like, she loves it. Oh, she's, she's loving the outfit. It. She's wearing it. Can we get custom pieces from you? And then stole everything. It's so sick that I, I like, like I read it and I'm like, this can't be real. Like it can't be real. But then it's like, it's real. Like those are real. It's real. And it's like, you know, there was a great article. One of our, one of our listeners sent us a great um, article on Daily Beast about it that I read today that was like actually really painting it in terms of race. And they were saying that these are primarily like young independent designers, women of colors, Mm -hmm. and, and that these, you know, like Kylie, especially like the a white woman is stealing her designs and making millions of dollars. And they've off just of it. treaded so much into like this territory of like co-opting. Yes, I invented like, cornrows. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like it is such a sensitive area, and that like this, I think, really hits a nerve that I think both of these companies are owned by like women of color. I think, and it's like it just does not look good. It does, and it's like if I bet even if they, I mean, even if they can prove that they didn't steal those exact designs, like. It's very clear that they're stealing from like yeah. a culture that is not their own. Well, and the thing <laughs> like, that like that Destiny Blue in her like there was a great exchange where because basically Chloe's lawyer wrote she went on like Destiny Blue like put her on blast on Twitter and like had all the exchanges and put them all up and then Chloe's lawyer sent like a cease and desist and basically was like you're defaming her she didn't steal anything this and that and this and that and then Destiny's Blue Destiny Blue's lawyer wrote a, a letter back that was great that was basically like but it was pointing out what is one of the craziest things in fashion which is that you cannot copyright it's really hard to copyright design it's like why Forever 21 exists like the weird world of like actually copywriting and trademarking like design is like so murky that that's Ooh, interesting it's really fascinating there's like New York Times articles about it that are like will blow your mind because it's only it's not it doesn't exist in the world of like intellectual property. It's so gray and it's why like fashion is able to kind of exist the way it does in terms of like outright copies. It's impossible almost to prove in court. It's why like urban outfitters and all these companies forever can just like steal from young designers, literally carbon copy it because it's like almost impossible to prove. So what was the lawyer saying? So basically it was like, yeah, you're right. It isn't, she, we're not alleging that you, uh, we're not alleging that you broke the law because there is no law. 
but it's a, it's really funny. The lawyer was like, but it's a bad look and it's classless. And like, Ooh, it's like, like that lawyer. It's like really funny. Like people were tweeting like, oh, this lawyer. That, okay. It's L. Woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like shaming her basically. And like for a woman of your wealth and power, like to be stealing from um, like a small it's designer. It's fucking crazy. We, had, uh, we talked, uh, I think last week or the week before, I think maybe two weeks ago about good American jeans and how I think they all, especially the shorts look horrible. I think some of the jeans look okay. I don't like the, the fishnet ones, but someone was like, I love them. They're the best. Oh yeah, jeans. We got an email from someone who really So I just want to reply back to that listener and say, enjoy your mm. stolen jeans. Okay. Well, let me read kidding. you the sentence. It's a good sentence. Also, we note that this is from the lawyer. We note that your public statement about this issue is carefully crafted to say that Chloe Kardashian did not quote infringe on another brand's intellectual property. Of course she didn't. Copying clothing and fashion is generally not intellectual property infringement. It is not illegal for Chloe to copy Destiny's designs. Dash. It's just tacky, disrespectful, and in bad taste. Hell, yeah. There is also something deeply uncomfortable about someone with Chloe's wealth and power appropriating designs and fashions directly from a black woman with a small business without crediting her, making cheap knockoffs and attempting to threaten her into silence. You should be ashamed. <gasps> Oof. Because you goosebumps, right? Uh, she should Setting. be ashamed. That's fucking crazy. I'm very curious fuck? how it's this greed. It's out. so upsetting because it's just greed. It's hard too because part of me thinks that these women are so famous that like she, they, Chloe doesn't even know. You know what I mean? These businesses are being run and they're like, you know, they're signing. Her sti- those those emails were her stylists, right? The right thing to do is like, if you want to take a look, then like ask the person to partner with you. Yes. There's yeah, just, why wouldn't you do that? Like, what if Kylie made a Kim line without asking Kim to partner up? It's because you just don't have to. I think it's literally yeah. just the but that's easiest the thing, way. Like, the right thing for Chloe to do yeah. would be to say, I want you to come on board and work with us. Yes, absolutely. I want to do Chloe by, uh, like, you know, Chloe by whatever. Like, like when Isaac Mizrahi and people do Target clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I do think it's like everything these days, you know, this is, this is tale as old as time in terms of like theft, but it's like, I do think that the ability of people like the, how much traction this got, these two stories is like, I think this is what will change stuff because to be able to put them in on blast and show those like email exchanges show receipts, and like show showed. receipts, like I think that this will mark like the, this will be handled differently moving forward. If nothing, then like how embarrassing it is for them, you know? And then let's see what I just want to say her the, name. Cause I feel like we're not saying her name and I just looked up the Buzzfeed thing. Like, and I'm now I, I don't know how to pronounce it and I dug myself into a hole, but it's like Tazita Balam, B-A-L-E-M, oh. L A Y. Oh, just because like I've, no, is that the Kylie one or? The oh no, that's the Kylie one. No, you I'm were sorry. Talking, you no, were talking about the Chloe, Chloe one, so, and then but, we kind of sort of transitioned. Yeah, into oh, Kylie. you're right. You're right. Though you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say because I was like, uh, um, like yeah, to see it's the, crazy. Uh, yes. yes. I think it's the the name of the brand is Plug NYC. Yes, Plug yes. NYC. Okay, there we go. We're all clicking around trying to get our yeah. facts straight. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I no. just I, I took a weird left turn, but I was like, wait, we need to say her name because I, I feel the whole like point. yeah, the that's whole the whole point, point is let's like actually mention these designers. Yeah. So go to Plug NYC if you want to get cheaper versions of Kylie's bullshit. Ugh, it's frustrating. It's upsetting. Well, maybe it'll be part of the storylines of Life of Kylie. We'll, well see. now I but feel okay for Kylie not having anything. Ugh, if, totally. Forty-one million. It's like simpleish designs. Like it's like a camo sports bra and camo pants. But it's like Kylie's presenting it like, look what I did. It is also to her point styled exactly. Yes, photos are taken the the same. Everything truly be one thing if she hadn't. 
if her people hadn't ordered specific custom outfits it's for Kylie. It's painful to read too, like those designers being like, oh my God, really? She likes them? Yay, we're so happy. Of course, whatever she wants. Like to realize the power that these these women really, really wield in all these industries is like astonishing and good for them for not being afraid and for coming forward. And like, that must be really scary to put that out there. Yeah, Anyways, totally. Also, we have a lot more to talk you, about. You see that uh, Destiny's Child was wearing the yeah, clothes. That was what the um, Daily Beast article was saying was like, well, first of all, the, the camo bikini is like not new, but this is relevant and it's important because of the yeah. like history of this family and particularly Kylie. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, Other news. Oh, I wanted to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, I think this is important. So if you're not a fan of the Bachelor franchise, I can't imagine that you don't know anything about it. But so there's uh, a summertime spinoff of Bachelor and Bachelorette shows called Bachelor in Paradise. And basically they take the craziest people from Bachelor and Bachelorette and put them in Tulum, Mexico, I believe. Tulum, yeah. Yeah, it's Tulum. And they basically like live in a house all together or like in little cabanas all together and stay drunk all the time. And like they are kind of, they're supposed to partner up a little bit because each week, um, like each week it alternates. Like one week the girls get to vote off a boy oh, or fun. not give a rose to a boy. So, so they're, so they're always exchanging the numbers, whatever. So we have, if you're watching the season of the bachelorette, uh, Rachel one, she's a great bachelorette. Mm. She doesn't, she's our best. She's the best. <laughs> she's seriously like, she's so Good at kicking people off. She's so good at articulating things. Ooh, and I, I like that. think she's dressing better than most bachelorettes too. Ooh. And she's like a bit like she's the coolest like businesswoman. Like she's she just seems like she's like a lawyer and she's smart and she like and she's like tells people you need to get the fuck out of here right now and then like kicks them off and it's great. So uh that's why Rachel's great. She had a guy on a few weeks ago who had a girlfriend. His name is Demario. His girlfriend came on, confronted him in front of Rachel, oh, which was very that early story, on. I didn't realize was that very was the messy. connection. So, so Demario's go, and he was like, and it was, and he like, like pretended he, he didn't was know like, who she was or something. He like, you can see his face. He's like, oh fuck, and he goes, who's this? Like he doesn't even know her. Oh my, and that's God. I think when Rachel was like. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I tracked this as I don't watch the show, but I remember reading about that. I didn't so, realize it was the same guy. So that guy, it, he obviously huge like villain or will, will be painted through like, I'm sure by the time they do like that, you know, after the final rose or whatever, although I don't know about it now, but you know, oh, he's, so, okay, he's yeah. a bad guy. So bad guys and crazy people always go to bachelor in paradise. Like the I worst of the it. worst go there. So he got booted from bachelorette and then, and then they were then like, he's been taping bachelor yeah. Paradise. And so another kind of, not really villain, but kind of salacious character from Ben's season of The Bachelor, which was the last Bachelor season, is this girl, Corinne, from Miami. And she was very hyper, uh, she was like hyper aggressive. Very sexual. Very sexual and had a lot of good one-liners. And she was like, my heart is gold, my but my vagine is platinum. Oh, or no, she have a, have a heart of gold, but a, a platinum vagine. Did she say vagine? She, she said yeah. vagine is platinum. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had funny. a nanny. She's an, an She's adult 23 nanny. and has a nanny. Oh. Uh, she says she is worth a million dollars because she runs her daddy's business out of their condo in Miami. She wow. seems, she was like one of those people that when she first got into the scene, you were like, I hate her. And yeah. then when she was gone, you're like, I'm bored. <laughs> also like she, yeah, she is like a little bit of like a spoiled rich girl, but also 
kind of really funny and like, yeah, she didn't seem awful. I mean, I guess I could see how people hated her, but people really hated her. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. And so she goes to Villain Island too. So she goes to Villain Island too because she's quick to take her clothes off and loves to get too drunk. Oh, she sounds like uh, me. Anyways, keep going. She would fall asleep in Miss Rose ceremony. Yeah, she was always <laughs> napping during Christmas. And Nick would be like, um, I guess Corinne gets a rose. Oh, not Ben season. I said Ben, but it oh, was Nick. Nick. You're right. She was in Nick Vial season. Um, so, but she made it pretty far. She made it to the final four, right? That sounds right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she's in Bachelor in Paradise. So, Okay, I'm going to just read. I'm on a bachelor tra- chain. I don't even know who most of the people... I really only have two of the girls' phone numbers programmed into my phone. <laughs> oh, my so God. Exciting. I've heard about this chain. It's 20 people deep, and I only know oh two of God, them. Oh, my God. Add me. I want to be on it. And Trisha. Talk, it's, but it's a lot, Trish. It is a lot. I will look at my phone. I'll like put my phone down for 30 minutes to get 45 new text messages. Ooh, I don't oh, know. it's a text chain? Oh, it's that's a, text a commitment, chain. And also, they, you got to think hard. They do a I thing. have a child. I can't do this. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it, they, it's not always 45 you actual. Right it, well, it's not always 45 actual new text messages. They do a lot with, because uh, they all have iPhones and they like, like thumbs yes. up and heart things. That's like my improv team chain. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of like, ha ha. So it's, so it's like, Jessica, <laughs> emphasize yes. platinum vagine. Yes. So you get like a notification and you're like, I don't even know what this is for because it's not, and you have to like scroll up. And also, like, no one's ever loving my comments. And I'm like, I don't even know you people. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, what are you guys gabbing about? So, we're talking about this. So, so this week, uh, Bachelor in Paradise, the production was shut down. Right. Uh, one of the producers alleged misconduct amongst the contestants or the, 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 whatever, Part- talent, the participants. Um, and it was very murky and like kind it of It was like so tr- like legalese, like as someone who's way outside of the story, I was like, what is this? It was so like, yeah, like alleged misconduct, poor behavior. And I was like, mm, all right. And also like all they ever do is like break glass bottle shit on themselves and like fall <laughs> down into the, into the ocean. Like, so the, the, like, so everyone's like, what's misconduct. So what right. it sounded like was it sounded like some producer was just kind of like a wiener about something right. and then was like, I'm going to sue you guys. Cause I saw something crazy and we're like, eh, yeah, it's supposed to be crazy. But and then I read, so someone on my chain sent this little, uh, screen grab of, this I don't even rough. know where the story's from. So, so Corinne and DeMario found out when they arrived in Mexico. This is like uh, from uh, someone who's uh, a producer or it was like a producer leaked today. It's been like, and I read this and it was like a producer leaked uh, anonymously this recounting. Is this the thing that was on Perez? Uh, I saw it, I think on Vulture. Okay. But yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's probably all the same thing. So okay. Corinne and DeMario found out when they arrived in Mexico that the storyline would evolve the two of them hooking up. So they decided to hang out and get better acquainted over drinks, says the source. Soon, they decided to go swimming, and when they climbed into the jacuzzi, they were both loaded. Corinne proceeded to remove her bathing suit, and things got increasingly sexual. There was hugging and kissing and touching, and before, but before long, she seemed to go limp. It was sliding under the water. DeMario oh. kept trying to hold her up, and at the same time, he appeared to be having intercourse with her. <laughs> After he finished, which only lasted a few sec- seconds... He lifted her out of the water later on the cement where he proceeded to have oral sex no, with her. No, I hate this. She appeared to be unconscious, says the source. At that point, some of the crew came out and carried her off to her room. She was limp and seemed unable to walk on her own. For the record, DeMario told sources who spoke with TMZ that he did not have penetrative... How do you say that word? We get it. We know what you mean. Penetrative... <laughs> penetrative <laughs> sex <laughs> with Corinne because of the alcohol he consumed. 
So that's what it, so on Twitter though, people are foaming at the mouth saying, of course that slut, that whore Corinne did something and it shut down production and it's just sickening. It's making me ill and I don't want to show, I don't want to see it ever again. Well, I, I, you know, on the chink, cause we all watch all these franchises and it's just been like, I believe that this happened. I, I believe that they let this young girl. So were they filming? Is that what they were well, filming? They always have like kind of like, they always have. That's unbelievable. That so, is so egregious. I have to assume there's a control room where people know like. Yeah, it's like unreal. No one stopped it. And there are varying like accounts floating around. I mean, like someone knows what happened and yeah. I'm sure like. They're whoever is suing or whatever. Well, if there is literal footage, and if they shut down production, then it it must must mean there's something going on. But if this account is true, it is so sad for Corinne. I have to say, villainized for being a woman who is sexual, and like that was a a lot of like what came out of her storylines, like because she's a sexual person and proud of it, and like not ashamed that she was like really shitty on to her, and. Yeah, what were we going to say, Jess? No, I just feel like it's such an unfair, like, it's to me this thing about, like, of course there would be, like, a villain in that sense. It's like, because it is this show where, like, I feel like women are, like, allowed to drink and be sexual and, like, be single. And there's, like, there's so much kind of, like, well, they also have freedom like, in there. Walk such a fine line. Right. But, that so, it's but like, she didn't. And that's why I think people are like, well, of course she did something wrong. That's what I mean is that it's like, of course it couldn't, like, remain <sighs> in that place. It's like, like fucking you're wearing a skirt, shirt, short skirt or whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah. flaming. Ugh. I think a lot of people I hate on it. Twitter. Sorry, I'm making disgusting sounds. I just, like, it's almost like. It's so hard. I and think, I feel like I'm part of it because I watch the show and I well, like encourage I, it. I, I, think I like, don't think it, that there's well, any like vote towards that. Uh, you know? I, I, feel thoughts like, I think like people on Twitter who are like, like just don't understand the story. Well, those are also just literal monsters. Yeah. Anyone who would like, no matter what happened or how it happened. Yeah, they like, don't understand that like, or, or maybe people don't understand what consent is. That like, if someone can't walk, you can't touch their genitals. You can't grope them. Like, if they can't, like, that's, like, I think that, like, it's a, like, even if you were doing it before, once their body doesn't work anymore, you don't get to do that. And I think that's, that's why he was like, oh, I didn't do anything wrong because I didn't penetrate her. And it's like, Ugh. dude, if you're he going. He said she, like, put her vagina on his mouth or something. That's if what she's this It's thing. disgusting. It's all horrible. It's really, I'm very curious but to also see what like, happens. But also, like, even if she did do that, at what point do the producers have to step in and be well, like... Well, that's, I think, much... I think that's the much... the lar- Of course, there's, like, the, the ever-looming understanding of consent. And then there is, like, wait a minute. There were sober people with cameras standing Letting next to them. That is unbelievable. And Corinne's accounts that she did not consent to anything... She, uh, doesn't, mon- she says she doesn't remember. That's, that's monstrous. so sad to me. And then I read this other thing, which may or may not be true, that all the cast members unfollowed Corinne on social media Jesus. and they're all following Demario. Oh, because they're mad that the show got shut down and they're like, and they mad can't at sell her. their fucking fit tea or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a crazy. trash universe in its own way, you know? Like, it's just like, that is unbelievable. I'm going to make a stand here and say, I am with, I stand with Corinne. Good. I don't know what the story is. I'm but definitely not against Corinne. Yeah, for I, sure. I'm sure that like no matter what the a, story at is, at a certain point you have to protect people who are not protecting themselves. And and I know that reality TV doesn't do that, but like I think like at this day and age, 
knowing what we know now about like the world society feminism that maybe I can't watch this franchise of the bachelor anymore. I'm thinking I'm done with BIP and not to totally be a dork and transition to Kardashians card. No, yeah, I have to drink too much wine. It's perfect every week, but um, <laughs> like they, that's one of the reasons we love them is because they are like, I am not just sex. I am a mom. I'm a businesswoman. And I'm they're blah, also blah. in control. Like they're allowed, they are presented in control in this way. That's like, not that be in drinking terms, but just like, I feel like they, there is no question who is like framing and their calling story, the shots yeah. and who tells their stories. And obviously they've been doing it for a decade. So and then they, them by them putting this story out there about women who are all of these things, I hope someday when a, someone sees a Corinne and is like, she's having sex on the show, they aren't just like, oh, she is only a whore. Like she's not like a whole person. You know well, what I mean? I don't know. I hope, I that hope that she changes. gets a chance to really, I hope that that story gets like clarified in yeah. some way, shape and form because that's a really hideous, like that recounting like gutted me when I read it. It's yeah. really, it's upsetting. So, um, let's, so change of pace. Last episode. Guys, our last recap, our last recap of the season. Yeah. Um, we did it. We did it. It went really fast. So fast. It went really fast. Um, I couldn't believe it was the finale. Um, overall, it was a fun episode. It was. It had a lot of moments that I was yeah. like, "This is fun. This is why I like watching." It got them. a little hijinksy. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I would say farmer dating website oh, yeah. was a little hijinksy for my taste, but it was short lived. <laughs> yeah, so that's fine. Um, I just remembered a bunch of stuff when yeah, you said that. <laughs> it's like it was like well, they did it like they kept it brief, um, but I thought it was like. Excuse me, like a little hijinksy. I'm like burping up carousel. carousel. I felt it coming. I was like, am I going to call it out that I'm burping up carousel? And it's so garlicky. I'm so sorry. This is what they smell like all the time. Oh, I would be so. If we found a pill that makes them not stink from anywhere. Oh, if they all stunk like garlicky carousel, what a dream. I bet Uh, you occasionally Courtney stinks because she like wears natural beer. Yeah, she doesn't really work Mm. her. I didn't mean to say like all they eat is Armenian food, but I was just picturing like everyone at that table outside of Chris's house this is what it smells like (laughs) stinking even little baby dream is like sweating out garlic so speaking Mm. of so so we'll get into the episode um or or unless you guys have any no episode episode. so so we i thought this was actually one of my favorite you know we always joke about the the first scene and how like fucking weird they are this was my favorite cold open this is a really good one oh my god i thought it was like a perfect i thought it was perfect it It was was really i watched it like three times because it like was a funny reveal and then courtney was funny Funny and got a good joke in about like my app is about chocolate chip cookies. Totally. <laughs> well, so set up the scene. So we see that we're at Kim's house um, and this is a photo shoot going on and we don't really like, we can't really see what the photo shoot is. And then basically Courtney walks in and we realize that Kim is having a nude photo shoot, right? Yeah. Like she was fully, naked, right? Cause then she put that like bandeau. Yeah. Thing she was on. like, she was naked. she's fully nude. And she's like on their coffee, like their own co- like fancy coffee table. She's just like in her house and then five, five different men around her taking pictures and oiling up her ass. Oh my God. <laughs> so and so funny. Courtney walks in and is like, what is going on? And then Kim's basically like, Oh, well, I need content for my app. <laughs> like, and then oh. Courtney's like, my app is about chocolate chip cookies. Gluten free, dairy free <laughs> cookies. And, and then she- there's like a funny little, uh, that was enough for me. But then there's like a whole funny thing where like Kim's butt got like tanner all over that. That like, was it. I kept trying to figure out what it was. And Eugene like, was like, it's her butt. Her butt did it. No, it was tanner, like, right? But, I mean, but no, but yeah, it was, 
was like he, they oiled her up yes. so much. I think it was oil. Like, and, and then she's like, oh, Kanye's going to kill me. So she puts on a towel and starts pouring salt and rice. And then everybody's <laughs> making fun of her that she's trying to like cook on the table. It was so funny. Cause like, so I really funny. believe that she's like, Kanye really will. Get oh, so I mean, upset. you know, that house is so minimalist that like every piece I'm sure is like a $30,000 piece. I, you that's know, it's not the money, but it's just like, they're like, that's his no, art. That's what yeah. I mean though. Is it's like, I feel like they are, they are like, art pieces and that's oh, so God. funny she just like put her oiled up butt all over it, it. made it me like, laugh the cleaning up was so funny it was like <laughs> it was like in one essence everything I love about this yes, show that like glamour up. sex rice then, on a stain and stupidity applying yeah. the same logic when an iPhone gets wet yes <laughs> pouring rice on a table <laughs> because it has tan oil it has some kind of like weird I don't know. It's so funny. It was and everyone's so just watching. Funny. Like, where's her maid in that moment? You yeah. know she's got two. Just like uh, waiting at the ready. The maid's like there was Stop. like a, you're there making was, it worse. There were like two assistants already calling that like fancy coffee table sculptor. Like I'm sure at the same time. Just and like, he's like, I'll send seven new ones. Fuck <laughs> him. Oh, let me Honestly, get my sander. That was my favorite. <laughs> the only other part that made me laugh more than that, and this is a skip around, but it doesn't really matter. It's like. There's it's a the finale. Part, we'll go nuts. There's a part where Chloe and Kim are in. The, they're in a two shot in their confessional talk. Oh, I oh love my god, those two shots and, this season. And they're talking about like Rob Burpee or whatever. But uh, Kim's just like on. Oh her, my god, yes! And she's Kim on her phone. Is on her phone. <laughs> and I was like, third. because it's so funny because like uh, they go back and forth between like a single and a two shot. So yeah. if you don't know that lingo, a single is just where it's just one of the sisters. So they were, were looking at Chloe. And then they did a two shot just to show you that Kim wasn't paying attention to her and she's playing on her phone and she's 30. Goes, and she goes, yeah, 30, 30, 30, Vegas. <laughs> I thought they were laughing at the fact that she was on her phone at first. I was like, are they just laughing? Cause she's phoning this in so hard. Oh God. It was so funny. And I was like, why they, Vegas. this was a really funny episode to me because I feel like the editors took a lot of liberties. Yeah. They did a lot of interesting stuff here. Yeah. They were having fun. Like they, they did weird shots where they were uh, showing the the Range Rover from far away. Yeah, like stuff. fancy, weird, it like made me think crane they were shot. editing out stuff so that they could do uh, oh. ADR. Oh, that so they could sense. do the audio dubbing sense. over stuff so that they were like changing conversations. Oh, it was so funny. So then we, so then we basically set up this storyline. Uh, next scene is the whole family is at Chris's house. Not the whole family. We have the three sisters. We have MJ and Chris and Rob and Dream. Dreamy. Um, I love how much Dream we're getting. And Saint. We got some good Saint. Oh, Saint was looking so oh. cute. And like there was bussing. something happening with his hair that was like, I was really into it. I took screenshots. It was oh. so sweet. It was like hurting my heart because we never get Saint. I love Saint. And we basically get this story, which they like hinted at. It was like, it's not the first time, but this uh, basically Kim and Chloe kind of toying playfully this idea of like Chloe as surrogate. Yeah. And it's like, just sort of like, haha, what in the, oh, Saint had a little tracksuit on. Sorry, I just yes. saw that in my notes. Which by the way, Kim is later wearing a matching one, but oh, who's coming? I thought the, for me, a very funny part of this scene was that Chris was like, oh, I want Robin in, 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 uh, 
and who was it? Uh, Dream. Oh, Courtney. Oh, Indy. Like she realized it she took. Didn't her, like, know they were all it, there. It took her so long to realize that her whole family was in the same room. She was like, "And you are here, and you are here." She was <laughs> Dorothy must waking get a up. Photograph. From, yeah, the Wizard of Oz. It was uh, crazy when Courtney was like, "I've never held Dream." Dream was, was like <laughs> seven months old at that point, right? Or what maybe was, she's little. She's seven months old right now because Quincy's six. Okay, so sorry to bring up my son again, <laughs> but she is like exactly one okay, month older than him. But how old do you think Dream was in that? At least probably three. five. Yeah. Why hadn't Courtney held her? Because she has too many of her kids of her own. I, I think Courtney doesn't like to get involved with that Rob China. But then she did you see the way she held? Like she grabbed that baby like a pro. Like yeah. she was just like, "Give me this baby." And then she was like, "I want another one." Oh my god! It was like she it was, was like, "Courtney, stop it! You're out of control." <laughs> Bieber, get over here! <laughs> oh my god! I want Courtney to have a baby with Justin Bieber. Me too. Oh my god! What I that want would her to have greatest... a baby with ten other men. I want uh, her to never stop having babies, and I want them to have so many. Well, her body will apparently only get better. Better. So that's cool. we're different. We're also, like, <laughs> you know, did you guys see the pictures of her in that like white one piece yes. this week that barely no. covered anything? They called it high cut. I was like, this is no. there's not a word for how high cut. It was this a is. very like it was a lot of side boob, a <sighs> lot of side ass, but her breast implant held up really good. Yeah, with body, three kids, her body looks insane. I didn't think you could have breast implants other than feed, breastfeed that much. I, I think guess you can. She, you can. A, she probably put it under the muscle too. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. You just, uh, yeah. I think you have to just slide it on in under that um, pectoral muscle. So then we get to, um, we have a Jamel, Jamil, <laughs> Jamel, good old Jamel and Rob and his fucking vision board talking about his dope potential. It, it, vision dope, board. Dope, it was dope. a bunch of fucking post-its. I know. It's not a vision board. Vision boards have like cutouts for magazines on it. And we set up this storyline of like, what's Jamel- Rob going to do for his birthday? <laughs> oh my God. Jamel is the worst life coach. Imaginable. I feel like Jamel is like a leading contender for like things that brought down the season. I yeah. Gotta say. yeah. I think Jamel was a bad. I ad. welcome more Rob. Yes. I, say nay to more Jamel. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jamel is having a bad time. I think he looks like ugh, his I eyebrows are overly groomed. He just looks, <laughs> he looks like the whole thing is awkward and it's just, you, I feel like you can feel him being like, so what are we doing about your birthday, bro? He just keeps trying to speak for Rob in a way that feels so uncomfortable and forced. Cause there's no way he's known Rob for more than a month at this point. <sighs> I just don't like him so, talking about Rob's dope potential. Oh, Dope potential. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but we set up, yeah, like what's Rob going to do for his 30th, which is, his, you know, 30th is a big deal, but basically we're kind of like figuring out, which is all Rob always, which is just like, Rob doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. He doesn't want to do anything. It's not Rob's deal. Um, but that we're like laying the groundwork for that. Um, oh, what? Well, uh, I'm skipping scenes. So go keep going. Yeah. No, then we get like um, this really quick car ride with, uh, and we can breeze through some of these, but uh, oh, there is a good Kim joke that made me laugh. But um, then we have the quick car ride with Kim and Chloe talking again, picking up the cur- the surrogacy storyline, and like I wasn't kidding. Would you really want to? I don't know. How do you, I thought you were kidding? Was that when um Tristan was on the? Not phone? yet. The next scene. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, that's what's so weird is like the next so, scene is them calling Tristan. That was insane. well so weird. Where Kim? By the way, the, all I wanted to say was that Kim, as he picked up, said "wakey wakey eggs and bacon." <laughs> Uh, so when I was, uh, my sister's six years older than I am. And when I was like 19, she was married and having a hard time conceiving. Uh, and she asked me to be a surrogate. No way. I was 20, but, you are the Chloe. uh, and I very quickly shut it down. You did. I was like, no way at all. I mean, no way. What an ask. 
I mean, it's an enormous ask. Uh, and I don't know. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure she was very serious, but uh, I was just like, absolutely not. It is. I cannot imagine it. Like having had a baby, like I'm, obviously it was my own baby. So I was mentally going into it that way. But like even just all the things that happened to your body, it's like, I mean, God bless people that do it, that enable people who yeah. can have kids to do it. I don't think I could do it. I don't know. It would be so hard. I think so it was hard. just like, I don't know, I'm 20. I'm not oh yeah, 20, have, Jesus. Having sex I mean, what that, how that changes your life. It's no. like unbelievable. I, but yeah, it feels like the whole thing was a bit not that real anyways. But um, yeah, so we have this. Sorry, one. did your sister, were you just like, no, and she was cool with it? I'm just curious because I, I wonder about that watching this episode. Yeah. I was like, if you do say no, like, or is it really cool? Or Chloe like, how did does a that... good job of like at least um, humoring humoring her for a while? Yeah, uh, I was like, absolutely not. That feel, feels insane. Yeah. That's a really insane age. It's to pretty ask intense. You. Like, I mean, I guess it's like if if there's ever an age where like you're gonna do the best, that actually absolutely. is a really good age. Absolutely. But as far as like you and your life and figuring out like your your life, yeah, like, yeah. you're right at the be pregnant in college. Please. My sister was I like, don't kill yourself, anyway. you 20-year-old psycho. <laughs> she would not have had me carry her baby. Uh, wait, so when do we go to the nurse, the laser visit? Oh, that's next. So yeah, so there's oh a weird call God. with Tristan. Tristan's really cute. <laughs> and then we get to, so here's what's funny is that I, they must have posted about Nurse Jamie before because I follow Nurse Jamie on Instagram. <laughs> And I was like, Nurse Jamie. I was like, didn't even know I fucking follow Nurse Jamie. And all she does is post about like treatments and Kardashians and I fantasize. Because you guys know, I've mentioned this before. All I want in the entire world is to have a life where I just go do treatments all day. Like, oh my God. What I want is to just be sitting there like they are like talking to each other. Getting like treatments. Like, oh, what a dream. When I saw this scene, I was like, that's what I want to do. That's what I mean. I want to go have all my moles removed while someone gives me a neck tight. Just talking and hanging out while things are getting like zipped because and zapped what, off your body. What was happening was so brilliant that they were doing multiple things at Banging once. Like out. They were getting rid of cellulite. They were getting rid of stretch marks. They were getting rid of moles. They were getting I rid guarantee of- you they each racked up like 15 grand. Like all oh, those point, all those treatments at once. God, I want to do that once a month. Too. Once every six months or whatever. Just be like, take all my hair, take all the it's brown so spots. It's so important to remember that though because when we were looking at them that like not only like the trainers, this, the products, this, not, but they literally like every two weeks, probably once Ooh. a week get to go sit in those places and just have things like zapped and frozen and tightened. And like, I know oh. it probably doesn't feel good, but damn, I want to do it. I would do it. I would do it. Even if it, even if it it's killed. the lasers, it's the lasering that, 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 that feels like, uh, I, yes, it, 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 that is the thing I would want to do Ugh, for sure. Like, bro, like even Botox or like, Plastic surgery, I'm like, mm. but like lasering just feels like yeah, burn off the, the yeah, bad burn parts. it all away, burn it down. Honestly, <laughs> how often do we talk about how much we want to burn stuff? Yes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> burn it all. Well, we'll move our burning into a into Nurse Jamie's beauty <laughs> beauty bar. It or just whatever made me it was so called. beauty jealous. park. That's what it's called. I was jealous. Oh, I made a mental note. How expensive is each procedure? <laughs> In my notes, <laughs> Paul, you should pretend to be. That's a, an assignment I'm going to give to you on our little hiatus I'll go to nurse Jamie oh just or you can just call and like say I'm thinking of having I'll go get like the cheapest procedure and see if they like treat me like what, you're gonna do it I'll get something I want I'll, something I'll go get like a hair laser doll. I have to honestly, <laughs> one have to, pubic hair please <laughs> uh, I'd have to start a kickstarter for me to go there <laughs> uh do you just one hair yep yep <laughs> just <it>. the one <laughs> I'm just gonna walk in take off all my clothes and be like I don't know what do you think's the top priority <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We got a lot of stuff going on. 
Well, uh, look, I would tell you to follow Nurse Jamie, but she's not worth following. <laughs> did you did you uh, ever read Hunger Games book? <laughs> I read the first two, yeah. So you know whenever they like take the tributes and they take them to the Capitol and they get like their makeover yeah. Yeah. and they basically get scrubbed of all their yeah. scars and moles and body hair. Like that's what they did in this office. Yeah. So they, they gave her, they gave all the Kardashians the Katniss Everdeen yes. makeover. Oh my God, that's insane. And you're so right. That's like, and this- ever since I read that in that book, I was like, I want that. Is that, can that. I don't want to kill other people, but I want that. That's like, uh, that's my dream. Anyways, someday I'll get to beauty park. So then we, uh, then we have this, like another funny call. Uh, oh, they're on the way to, we learn about some cousin who calls, uh, uh, Cece. We, I don't remember Cece. Oh, we all, we all know about Cece. I'm not placing Cece. Cece is a cousin of, uh, Robert Kardashian, oh. who's Chris's best friend. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Cause she was very funny. She That's why she's laugh. like an older cousin. I was, like I was cousin like, Cece. I, I believe it's cousin Cece. And Cece was like, oh, I, I'm looking I her up. I Googled Tristan Thompson. That was so I funny. I know he's from Jamaica. I loved that. It was so Okay. Oh, I wiki uh, everyone you girls date. Oh, the, I recognize her. Okay, She's like, I didn't anytime realize. I see an article that you're dating someone, I look them up on Wikipedia. I She's, loved that. Cece is just like us. I bet we could get her on the show. <gasps> That's my goal. Go we can. find Cece. Okay. Oh my God, there's so many great pics of her. She's so cute. Um, so then we get to the be- what really becomes like a... I, <laughs> I have to say, this storyline of like uh, fertility... <laughs> Really, I was like going to text you guys today, but I was just like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. It gave me such bad anxiety. Oh, do not have anxiety. My God. I think I, it's, I think uh, that's, I think that whole, I was just talking, I, it gave me the opposite. Like it gave me anger. Cause I was like, I feel like it's making people too anxious. It like literally like I had to pause it and I, cause I was like, this is like everything I am anxious about no, right now. Stop. So don't be anxious. Episode, I'm screaming at any you. Of our, no, please. I just want you to like, for any I, of our <laughs> listeners who don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> sorry. I so, jumped ahead. Uh, Chloe and Kim go to Dr. D- Dr. Huang's uh, office and Dr. Huang's been on a few episodes yeah. now. Uh, and he's fertility Kim's doctor. fertility specialist. So we also learned from Bitch Sesh that he is yes. He oh is my god, Casey Wilson and Daniel Schneider's. Yeah, uh, I have a friend who goes to him. Yeah, yeah I, have I, have I have another friend that goes uh, to him too. He is like the the. Can doctor. we afford it? Like, can someone like me afford it? You think? I, mean, I think so. Health insurance. So. Oh, okay. My friend who went there as a writer. Mm, okay. Um. So it, he's talking to. They were going under the guise of like seeing like, what if Chloe could carry Kim's baby? Her young womb and takes Kim because ba- she's thirty two, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was being very sweet by calling it a young womb. I and we all that. know that's not true. These but, days, that is young. These days, in, but like, in terms of people I know, but anyway. in all <laughs> the articles <laughs> I read in magazines, that's not young, right? Teen magazines? No, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I said all the articles I read in magazines, like they're saying that like that even like, I think after 28, it's like, well, good luck. That's insane. Right? No, that's I, wrong. But like, that's like, <laughs> that's a basic consensus of like what people are scaring women about every it's single fuck day. Up. Everyone's just always trying to scare women all the time about everything. Well, especially like, okay, I'm going to keep this really brief, but I watched Handmaid's Tale all nine episodes at once when I was homesick the last week. Yeah. The next day I stayed home from work and I watched it all and I just got very like spirally about like just like womb obsession and like just, I mean, not my own, but just like cultural womb obsession and like uh, just the amount, like, and even just you like click through any news ever, any entertainment news and how we're just like, up in everyone's wombs all the time. Totally. And like, my mom has said that to me. My mom was like, not that long ago was like, I couldn't imagine like, she's like your era of celebrity culture is so crazy. How like womb and baby obsessed, like 
this era of celebrity is. She was like, I've always cared about like entertainment and celebrities, but like the amount of just like how much you see, like literally the, what is it called? Like the, um, uterus no like you see celebrities like sonograms sonograms and like updates and like miscarriages and like shit that is just nobody's fucking business and I love when Kardashians cover this stuff I kind of almost make them like the exception to the rule because I think they are like opening up a a really relatable conversation but it just unlocked this whole kind of like "Ah!" (laughs) I hate womb mania you know like I just feel like culturally we are in the most like I don't know. It's just like a lot of misinformation and it's like meant to really scare women a lot. This is like not the same thing, but I hate, um, uh, gender reveal parties. Uh, you didn't do that. Did you? No. I hate when people from my hometown open up a box of balloons in their yard (laughs) Then I'm like, it's pink or blue. And I'm like, yeah. why are you putting this on? The, just tell your family. No one else cares. There, It's a 50-50 shot. Like, it's it's just crazy. Know. But I'm also like, but, that is literally on my plate and something I'm thinking about. And it's my, my stuff. But it just like this episode, it was like, which is the mark of like, you know, TV that is interesting and relatable. But I was like, ah! Well, like, even it's just, the, this episode, I was fr- like, eh, seething with anger at this doctor. That's so nice to hear. Who apparently is this great doctor or whatever, but it's like, before you know something, don't fucking tell her that she might not be able, like, I just thought like the whole fucking fallopian tubes thing. I didn't hear him say that. I heard him say that. Like I heard him, I heard him scare her. Yeah. And she was scared. He said this is not what we would expect to see in a healthy 32 year old. Uh, I was watching it half with, as many, and then she went off birth control. He's like, "Oh no, you're great," and it's like, "Fuck!" Why would you, you not just be like, "Well, it looks like uh, because you're in birth control, the likelihood is that these numbers are like to lead with like what is maybe the." the- I just feel like that shit was fucked up, and I apparently, I'm of course he's a wonderful doctor. We know people that go to him, but it, to me, it felt like scaring her into like it was scary, maybe possibly unnecessary procedures or whatever. I don't know. It just like, I just feel like this culture is like scaring women before they get pregnant, scaring women when they're pregnant, scaring women after they have a baby. It's just like scary. It's just and all it's meant fucking to just fear. be like, just hurry up and do it before it gets really scary. Yeah. It's like, it's like have a career, get pregnant. You waited too long. You didn't do it soon enough. Like, and it's just like, it's all the women. It's not to men. No, it's to women. And it's, it's like, Fuck you. It really, really <laughs> like, like, it really, I was like, this episode. Is I drank a lot me. of wine and my face is very red, but no, I just fine. like hearing you say that that episode freaked you out oh, makes me so angry because I'm like, no, you're fine. We're like, all many, fine. I was like, how many And if we're not, we can handle it. But it's like, don't go into it afraid. Well, you know, what's interesting. I was watching with a friend and she, um, she has two kids, but she was like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Like, if you can't have kids, just adopt. Like, why are these women doing that? And I was like, and we were like kind of debating. I was like, well, everyone wants their shot. At, she's like, but she like was having a really hard time. She's like, I don't like, why would you freeze your own eggs? Can't you just go buy someone else's eggs? That's and I was like, well, I don't know. If casual. That, uh, I, was like, well, I was like, you actually had the luxury of having two kids, but um, uh, I would say everybody uh, dreams of like, yeah, yeah I think I, it's like, but I do think there is like there is something going like that's interesting about it and even if it is scary that there is the luxury of certain people who have the means to um freeze their eggs. Like yeah. I don't think that part is scary. I think that part is just like 
if you're worried about this, you can take some control of it. I know a yeah. lot of female comedians. I know women who've done it, yeah. A lot. Oh my God, of course. But I'm just saying like to tell a 32 year old woman, like you may have waited too long before you know for sure. Right. And but, then all these women watching the show. I thought he was saying, he was like, it's not too late. You have young eggs right now and we could get some and freeze them and then you'll have them. Like that's what I thought he I was I guess saying. that's what he's telling her. But to me, like the average audience member watching Can't do this. That, yeah. I did not hear that. I heard you're at 32, you have half as many follicles. He's like, here's, a starburst on my so desk I was like, or whatever. I, I was like 32 and was like Im- immediately doing all the math. Like, yeah. And I, I think mean, he, he was, meant for her. Like he's like, you should have more and you yeah. don't. So like for you, I think maybe we should talk about freezing some eggs. Right. I and think I it, don't think, I think that actually is for someone who can do it, who is like is career focused or whatever. Like, yeah, that is sort of like a, a the it's one, an amazing option. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally amazing option. I think I, it, just, just, this, it just was presented. I mean, it was literally like, a curveball storyline. I mean, know, where talk, it was but like, like it's, wait a minute, but, but hold on, hold on. It's, it's not Dr. Wong's fault. <laughs> Every fucking doctor in the world behaves that way. I've never been to a doctor who didn't scare the shit out of me. Once I had a doctor look at my hands, say your nails are yellow. I think you're too heavy. What? I mean, doctors are fucking dicks all the time. It's not him. I think he's one of the nicer ones I've ever seen. I don't trust <laughs> doctors. I hate them. Uh, so like, I, I, so that's my that's issue. That's a hot take. Like, I, that is a hot I, take. I really don't. I, doctors do nothing. They're never nice. They don't have bedside manner. They're always like weird people who have like social problems. I like the doctor too. Uh, so I, I just think that like what the way he's behaving is like how I, I hear every fucking doctor ever behave. It's definitely like, it just was presented like just sort of burying it. And the show is like, they have, de- you know, delved into so much like fertility and pregnancy stuff. And I really appreciate it about the show. It just like happened to mainline it for me. Cause it's well, like, what's on my, agenda. the only good doctor I've ever, I've had an experience with lately is Dr. Carrie Bagshaw. <laughs> <laughs> People have been dying to know it's the latest with Carrie. Oh my God. I haven't heard my cat's been fine, so uh, I well, haven't talked to Dr. Carrie Bagshaw lately. I, what a fucking funny name. What Sorry. you want her to be your fertility yes. specialist? If, just hearing any news from Carrie also, Bagshaw. Also, it's crazy the way we did have this like kind of like false storyline that Chloe who was like, Have you ever done fertility treatments before? And she was like, Yeah, kind of. I mean, I didn't really. And I was like, How you learn how to answer a goddamn question, Chloe? Either you took fertility treatments or you didn't. It doesn't matter your intention. Yeah. You either took a shot or you didn't take Maybe a shot. Maybe think she like pretended to, right? I wanted her to say that on the show. I also, think she, wouldn't she have been like 28? Like why was she taking, that seems so young to be doing It was, because I remember, I, in I don't my remember. brain, she couldn't have kids or something. Like, oh. but I guess it was wrong. I remember on the show, like her doing stuff and didn't she have like um, fibroids or something like that? Oh, I think that might've been it. And then, but I guess she maybe was like, telling Lamar she was ovulating and then lying or something. That's what it seemed like. Maybe I wonder if we'll ever really get to know the whole story of their whole thing. She told a lot, I guess today. I don't know. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. So we, so we'll breeze through this cause we got a lot. I, I appreciate talking about. Oh my though. God. Yes. And I'm sorry. I freaked out. No, it's just, I was like literally I've just been through it. And all it just, day today I was like, am I going to be able to talk about this episode without making it about me? You should um, make it about you. That's what we're all doing. All the I time. used to want kids and I just gave up on it all. <laughs> I did. About? I was like, I kids don't see it happening in a timeline that like makes any sense. So like, well, cause you're, you're both married. So like, it does make sense that you could t- want to try and like it look whenever you decide to, but I'm like, I don't, know ever, I don't even have a job that I can pay healthcare with. You so. are, you for sure could if you wanted to, and you're a bunch younger than me. Sorry, audience. I'm the oldest. <laughs> uh, we all know I'm the sassy tween on the show. You are. <laughs> 
Um, but no, I have thought about that. I'm like, I just don't know if realistically I have the time because like you well, can't choose. I don't know when my career is going to happen. Uh, I, and that's the thing I have the most control over, but I feel powerless in it. And then who knows if I'll ever meet a man who's not a fucking sociopath. So far I haven't. Well, your husband's, but you guys seem to like them. So you're going to keep them right. <laughs> um, but like other than that, I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, a lot can change very quickly is all I would Absolutely. say. And I think I've seen that a significant number of times. I mean, like, I guess I could why... be like Rachel Dratch and get drunk at a bar and get pregnant. <laughs> I mean, that... She, at 43, that's what happened. She took a guy home from a bar, got great pregnant. Great biography, Rachel oh, Dratch. I wanted to read she tells that, that whole story. It's, really it's pretty Girl great. walks into a bar. Yes, yeah. I love it. I babysat for that baby once and Aww. he has her big eyes and he's mm. so like, spe- like, you can tell he's a little special soul. And her husband seemed nice and stuff. I was like, well, well, hey, you never know. That's what I mean. She's dope too. Um, okay, I'm only going to move us along because we got to get through this. I, uh, there's episode. so much of this stuff that I don't actually. We can, I, we get I, it. The surrogacy. We get thing. it. The surrogacy ended up being like it's fine, and also like what does co- and does then Chloe are they like, a baby? Yeah, are they teasing like everyone's yes. going to have a baby? They're trying to tease like maybe maybe it's time for Chloe and uh, Tristan, and maybe they're getting that serious. Um, there's an insane scene that I do not want to talk about involving a pinball competition. Yeah. <laughs> Who don't. cares about that? <laughs> I looked up that restaurant and it's in Van Nuys. <laughs> the only thing they must be friends with whoever owns Wait. that. Cause that made no sense. The only thing interesting about that scene at all was that they were going to church later. And then that led me to a little rabbit hole about how Chris owns a church. Oh yeah. That was in the, yeah, um, I don't understand what that with is. The on Facebook. Did Chris, you click on that? I didn't I click did. on it. Chris, and I actually Googled it to like deep dive. I guess Chris owns a church, guys, and we're going this summer. We're definitely going. <laughs> we're That's def- so insane. Do you no. think we got to go to church every Sunday this summer? Because well, I'll go. We're definitely going to go to a church that Chris Jenner owns because I need to know everything. I was like, this can't be true. I won't click on it. <laughs> I was just like, I'm well, live I in the dark. And, uh, uh, yeah, and a lot of the stuff about the um, IRS, like kind of like being a tax um, shelter, it doesn't seem because it's such low amounts of money they were donating. I don't think she actually, Kim doesn't actually donate 10% of her earnings there. Mm. It's like more like 20,000 and stuff, which is a lot. Like they would be on to that. Like yeah. that would be hard to like, they're, I mean like if especially someone that they can't do anything visible. if it's a church too. Yeah, but like I feel like, yeah, you're, I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about yeah. so I shouldn't weigh in on it. I mean, um, I watch that Scientology doc. That's what I mean. It's like, I'm thinking, yeah. Anyways, I would like to learn more. Well, maybe we'll devote a whole episode to it. Um, all right, blah, 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 blah. So then uh, then we have Rob's St. Patrick's Day birthday, which I guess that's what they landed on. I remember that because I remember him plugging St. Patrick's Day Arthur George socks. <laughs> Rob. It was and just, he was like, this is what I most wanted. Uh, was just a middle of the day. It is very funny to me how they much- They have a lot of movie theater birthdays. They, love oh wait yeah they had another one for well you know my favorite my favorite one ever my favorite one ever was the one that kanye threw kim when she was pregnant i guess would have been i think it was with saint and it was at some movie theater in up in the valley and he made everybody wear pregnant bellies oh it's forget that weird i don't remember that they i forget what movie they played but it was like one of kim's favorites and then everybody because she was feeling really self-conscious and didn't want to do anything and he made everybody wear like big fake pregnant bellies and watch a movie with her and it was her favorite birthday anyways they're really cute um so yeah they love sinopolis the movie theater and uh (laughs) (laughs) and they have like a weird saint patty's birthday for rob and uh and kylie swings by uh, a little teaser 
And then, uh, and then it pretty much just wraps up. It wraps up like a Real Housewives. Yeah, where it, it was like the footage and Kim like, doing the VO was so weird. Do they normally do that well, for they, finales? They didn't. It was like they all alternated. Like okay. sometimes Courtney would talk about what she saw for Kim and like basically just like everyone's life's in transition now and they're all trying to get back to a place where they're happier and blah, 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 blah. What I noticed there where they had butt fest pics. Um, oh, right. yeah, from the Mexico trip. And have you guys, did you guys read about Scotty Pippen's divorce? Yes, with, and that Courtney's supporting her well so apparently larsa is that her name larsa yeah, larsa. larsa pippen was like um uh, my 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 sugar mama courtney that's so ridiculous she's not paying for me but oh she denied it yeah because basically the story is did you see this it's like that i didn't read it i saw the headline scotty pippen Classic. froze their accounts uh so she's no money because supposedly the larsa rumor is cheated. that larsa cheated on him with Oh, oh, future? Yeah, maybe. Uh, don't they have a bunch of kids? And stuff? Yeah, they have yeah. a bunch of kids. And why so would they? Okay. I don't. That's why I feel. Why sort would someone of like, destroy? Why would someone pull a Chris Jenner? Pull a Chris Jenner? What do you mean by that? Cheat when you have a bunch of kids? No, I mean like freeze away money, money freeze for, her money because you want to punish someone. Yeah, it's mm. very vicious though. So if that's if that ends up being true, that's so crazy. But they love Larsa. She's been around for so long. Yeah. She was, she's been around fucking reality for so long. She was on Real Housewives of Miami. Oh too. yeah. Well, that was it. That was the last episode of the season. Uh, it ended. I was. It, I, I got a little misty eyed. It was like a to really see how crazy their year was, and that yeah. we like went along that journey with them. Um, it was a fun episode. They were all like very fun. They were yeah. all nice to each other. In yeah, this episode. it was fun, and we got a lot. Here's my vote. Anytime we get a lot of the three sisters, the older sisters, I'm pretty happy. Even yeah. if it's bullshit, even if it's farmer dating website yeah. com or whatever, I'm like very pleased when they corral all three together. Honestly, Honestly, I, know, like, like, I feel pretty spoiled by it these days where it's like, I feel like that's hard to get. So I'm very happy. Yeah. Like at the end they were like in Kendall, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Kendall's finding herself in the world. Um, I know that like we, we didn't really talk about the farmers only dating thing, but I actually think that's a great idea for Courtney. <laughs> a farmer? Yeah. It's too bad Chris Souls killed somebody or else she could date him. <laughs> Ooh, Caitlin killed someone? Yeah, I yeah. was just talking. <laughs> I, if you haven't killed someone, you ain't living. We were just talking before we were recording how crazy it is that we don't talk about the fact that Caitlin killed a person. Anyways, we'll save it for another podcast. Uh, so we're going to reflect on the season's highs and lows. Yeah, highs and lows. What was your favorite moment? What was your peak? What was your pit? That's a thing they do, peak right? Peak and pit. Peak and pit. Um, I think my peak. Um, well, my pit was. Um, I guess watching Kim go through Kanye's meltdown mm, and not hard. knowing how to handle it. Yeah. Uh, and then us not really knowing what's going on either. Yeah, not really giving yeah. as much. Yeah, like a real life pit slash television watcher pit. Yeah, and then my peak was when Courtney dumped Scott in a pool with her ass in his face. <laughs> 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 she was like, yeah, we're never getting back together. And he's like, "You are you popping your butt? She's like, no. <laughs> that was my peak. <laughs> oh my God. I think my... It's weird to make it my peak, but I really thought like the way they handled, like the way they edited the footage of like Kim's post robbery, like coming back to New York and being like the elevator ride up and yeah. like the intensity that the show pulled off. It was of, like, Kanye's footage. Yeah. Kanye's footage of like them like talking in the elevator and then deciding not to talk about it in front of the kids and like that flight back. And like, I thought that the like post Paris uh, robbery episode was like, for for keeping up with, I thought it was a kind of an astonishing break 
for an ep- for a show. Yeah, that it then, was. It was crazy. For a show that then goes on to be like, bah, 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 like four Farmers episodes only. later. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that they to show that they do have that up their sleeve was pretty like astonishing. And I thought it was like really treated uh, like carefully and respectfully. And I like cried a lot and I just felt like they really delivered a lot, you know, like a lot more than I thought they were going to, without it feeling like gross, you know, like watching her like hysterically cry for episodes and episodes. And then I would say my pit, is that what it is? Uh, I would just say literally anything with um, Kendall. I just (laughs) like her fucking, like just her being, like probably I would say, I'll pick it. I would say, because it combines two things I hate the the barn horse storyline <laughs> <laughs> that was rugged Kendall and and Caitlin being like Kylie's not coming where's Kylie ugh like who cares They're the people I hate the most on the show being <laughs> awful so that's my pick oh so good pit um, what you called it pit 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 oh is it pit and peak yeah yeah okay I don't know why I thought you said pick pick <laughs> pick at it like it's, a peak it's so peak. bad I have to pick at it. Like a zit. Like zit, yeah. Mm, heard of it. Um, <laughs> unfamiliar, go on. <laughs> I think my peak was um, like Chris and Corey. <laughs> like there was something that so... Business, that business relationship. Yeah, he like really relationship. dropped off on Corey this season. I know, season. he was really in I it guess, in the beginning. Uh, well, we dropped off on Chris after yeah. like, yeah. There was something about that night when someone broke in the... <laughs> Kylie's house and then like Chris was just alone in a very fancy jumpsuit with full makeup on talking to Corey. I don't know like that was that really Uh, got me for some reason. (laughs) My favorite Corey moment was when he was like uh, China was running after like like, when he had to save when he had to save Rob from China. That was great. (laughs) I think Corey's my peak. Corey's my peak. He's my favorite. Um, and then my pit is Jamel. Oh, good pit. Everything Jamel, his fucking vision boarding, going to the gym with Gunner, everything Jamel. You're not getting a spinoff. We don't like you. Go home, Jamel. Grow out your eyebrows. Can I say this? This is horrible. I can tell Jamel struggles with depression. Oh, no. Jamel. I think that we're going to. sits in his tiny walk-in where he's like sliding glass door closet just in hides in it. I think we're going to tomorrow deadline. door closet. Tomorrow deadline, 10 episode order of Jamel's vision board. Oh, my (laughs) God. Okay. Um, (laughs) Katy Perry, get out your Um, post-its. Isn't a vision board kind of more like image based? Um, No, vision boards could be whatever you wanted to be you're dope <laughs> here's my friend gunner and gunner's like i'm not your friend <laughs> um, you know for what i've heard is maybe a lower ratings uh season for them this was oh, yeah. like great for me i, I think loved it, was the best. it i thought they delivered on like huge stuff and again i thought we got a lot of like a key players more than i thought we would like i thought i got i look all i want is kim and i got a lot of kim and that's like and yeah. kanye popping up like I was and more happy. saint and dream and uh, dream. I, I thought babies. dream was like dream was the true like cherry on top of the season. Watching her little like face grow and come in and her little smile. She's the, is there a smileier baby? No. The smiliest baby. My baby smiles. Yeah. On television. Okay, good. <laughs> Go wake your baby up. No, he's sleeping. Uh, it was a great season. It was great. And thank you to you guys for listening along with us. Uh, tell us what you thought of the season. We want to hear what you, if, did you like it? Uh, yeah. We don't know. Also, again, People I said it at the it. top of the show, I'm going to say it again now. If you have anything while we're on this summer hiatus, we're still going to be recording. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you want us to deep dive on. Tell us, 
your opinions about uh, the Kardashians, any other person, whatever, any questions, comments, whatever you want from us, whatever you're curious to pick our brains about, let us know. Email us at cardishonit at gmail.com. Speaking of, should I just read a quick email or two? Uh, how long time? do we have time? Or it's a little late. Let's save it for... We'll save it. We'll save yeah. it for a mailbag episode. Yeah. Uh, but you guys, uh, we have been compiling them. They do not go unnoticed. We love them. We screenshot them. We send them to each other. When you guys reach out to us, it's like it makes our day. So yes, send us uh, send us any thoughts, any of uh, any any things. Tag us in things. It's so fun. And we love it. Don't you worry. We're going to be releasing episodes every Wednesday, save for maybe 4th of July. We'll see. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe we'll do something <laughs> fun to figure it out. We'll see if we might do a little, little fun thing yeah, that we can we'll do it extra. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Please rate review. If you review us, maybe we'll add that. We'll, uh, we'll add that to our, our mailbag. Uh, yeah. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, like our Facebook page. And again, email us, corrections, yes. comments, and Kardashian run-ins at kardashianet at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianet. Bye! Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.